0: Hello and welcome to reality check today is Friday the 2nd of March 2018 and I'm your host Tony Pittman This is episode 76 of Reality Check here on Joy 94.9. Reality Check is a show designed to give you a healthy dose of reality. And we do that by promoting the art of critical thinking and skeptical analysis. Each show we bring you a roundup of LGBT news, followed by an in-depth analysis of an issue related to the paranormal or the pseudoscientific, And finally, we wrap up each show with a movie review. On today's show, after our LGBT News Roundup, because it's our first show of 2018, it's going to be dedicated to psychic predictions. We'll check out how our predictions fared for 2017 and make a whole new round for the year ahead. Then in our movie review, we'll have a look at the Netflix documentary betting on zero so for all that and more stay tuned to reality check here on joy 94.9 Alright, let's get into our LGBT news roundup for the period since our last episode of Reality Check, back on the 31st of December, which is just slightly over two months ago. And let's begin, as usual, with marriage news. And the big news of these last couple of months is what's happened in the Americas a major event that hopefully will have positive repercussions throughout the Western Hemisphere for years to come. And I'm talking about the decision of the Inter-American Court of Human Rights, requiring pretty much all the countries of the Americas to introduce marriage equality. Now, let's take some time to pick this decision apart because it's a little bit complicated. So, basically, first up, to give you a bit of background, one of the major human rights conventions in the world is the American Convention on Human Rights. It has 23 states parties, all of them countries in the Americas. And the judicial body that makes decisions regarding the interpretation of that convention is the Inter-American Court of Human Rights. And most importantly about that court is its decisions are binding on the 23 member countries. And just a few weeks ago, on January 9th, the court issued its ruling declaring that all member states are now legally obliged to introduce marriage equality. The court explicitly said that civil unions are not enough There has to be full civil marriage for same-sex couples. So it's an incredibly wide-reaching and significant and surprising decision. As to what it actually means in practice, well, that's another question. Because this is international law, so there's no one to actually enforce that decision but let's get into a bit of analysis and try to predict how things might actually proceed from here. And let's begin with the country most directly affected by the decision, which is Costa Rica. Well, actually, the Inter-American Court of Human Rights is located in Costa Rica, in the capital, San Jose. So that's one major connection Costa Rica has with the court. But That's not the only connection because this decision actually was in response to a case brought to the court by Costa Rica. Costa Rica asked the court whether it had an obligation to extend property rights to same-sex couples. And the court replied, yes, you do, and not only property rights, but in fact you have an obligation to allow them to marry. So, shortly after the momentous ruling in January, Costa Rica's vice president announced that the country would comply fully with the court's decision. And so, steps were begun to open up marriage to same-sex couples. And the first same-sex wedding was set to take place on January 20th. But, unfortunately, that was blocked in a series of complicated legal manoeuvres. So it now looks like we have to wait for a decision of the Costa Rican Supreme Court for the issue to be resolved. And who knows when that will happen, but let's hope it's sometime soon. And let's hope the presidential elections due to take place on April 1st don't slow things down. Fortunately, the front-runner in those elections is in favor of marriage equality. So let's hope he wins and everything goes smoothly in Costa Rica. I guess we'll find out in just over a month. Anyway, that's Costa Rica, but what about the other 22 countries of the Americas that are now legally bound to introduce marriage equality? What's going to happen there? Well, some of them already have marriage equality, namely Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, and Colombia. Mexico has it in some states, but not in others. But, well, this ruling means that Mexico is now obligated to extend marriage equality throughout the whole country. That process is already underway, and hopefully this ruling can speed things up in Mexico. Then there's the case of Chile, which is also bound by the court ruling and doesn't yet have marriage equality, but in August last year, President Bachelet sent a same-sex marriage bill to the Congress. So we're just waiting for the Congress to pass that bill, which I hope they do very soon because in just a few days, Chile is going to get a new president and he's opposed to marriage equality. So who knows what's going to happen there? Chile is looking a little bit touch and go, but maybe this court decision is enough to push things in the right direction, even with the new not very nice president. Let's hope so. But that still leaves a whole heap of other countries bound by this court decision. So what's going to happen in all those countries? And most of them are countries throughout the Americas where same-sex marriage has never even been a consideration. In fact, the vast majority of them have no legal recognition at all for same-sex couples. I mean, we're talking places like Haiti and Suriname, Honduras, El Salvador. Somehow, I don't see this ruling having much effect there. Certainly, I don't see those countries introducing marriage equality in the near future. And then perhaps most interesting of all is that four countries under the jurisdiction of the court, namely Jamaica, Barbados, Dominica and Grenada are places where homosexuality is still a crime. And yet, technically, legally, they are now bound to introduce marriage equality. Once again, I don't really see that happening, but it's an interesting situation that those countries now find themselves in. And it will be quite fascinating to see how this ruling plays out over the coming months and years. I suspect it probably won't have a huge effect, but hopefully it will give a bit of an extra impetus in the movement to spread marriage equality throughout the Americas. So even if it's not exactly a game changer, hopefully it can push things in the right direction, at least in a few key countries like Mexico and Chile and Costa Rica. Now, our final bit of marriage news is an update to a story we've been following here on Reality Check for the last few years. And that is the spread of marriage equality throughout the British Overseas Territories and Dependencies. So in the last year or so, the list of places that introduced same-sex marriage includes crown dependencies like Jersey and Guernsey, and British territories like the Falkland Islands, as well as tiny remote places like Saint Helena, Ascension Island, and Tristan da Cunha. Tristan da Cunha actually only has a population of 260 people. Well, at least if any of them want to marry a person of the same sex, they can now do so. Perhaps most controversial of all, the list also includes Bermuda, which became kind of famous these last few months because after achieving marriage equality, it then took it away which is not very nice. The only other place to ever do that was California in 2008 with the infamous Proposition 8. Now, what happened in Bermuda was that the Supreme Court there declared marriage equality to be the law of the land in May 2017. However, in December, the local legislature passed a bill to overrule that court decision, take away marriage and institute domestic partnerships instead, which is incredibly frustrating. Although a challenge to that new law has now been lodged at the Supreme Court, so the battle is not over yet. In fact, marriage equality is still actually in force in Bermuda today. It's not due to be repealed until the new law comes into force on June 1st. So same-sex couples can still get married in Bermuda for the next few months. And maybe they won't have their right taken away, depending on what the Supreme Court decides. It's all up in the air at the moment, but however it finally gets resolved, you'll be sure to hear about it right here on Reality Check. Meanwhile, out of the 17 British territories and dependencies, there are still five that have not yet introduced marriage equality, including places like the Cayman Islands and the British Virgin Islands. Let's hope they do so soon and let's hope things go more smoothly in those places than they have in Bermuda. All right, that brings us to the end of our LGBT news roundup for the last couple of months. Let's take a break now, and when we come back, we'll get stuck into some astounding psychic predictions. We'll see how we went last year, and we'll make a whole new round for 2018. So what does the future really hold? What exactly is going to happen this year? Well, to find out, Stay tuned to Reality Check here on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 in Melbourne. Joy.org.au for the world. Salut, to mes et mes C'est Mitchum et vous écoutez à Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Reality Check. I'm Tony Pittman and the station is Joy 94.9. And the song you just heard there was Cada Beso by Sasha Beni y Eric, a Mexican pop trio made up of former members of the 80s group Timbiriche. Okay, we move now into the part of the show where we undertake a skeptical analysis of a subject related to pseudoscience or the paranormal. And today, because it's our first show of 2018, it's time for our traditional annual psychic predictions show. This is the time when we check our predictions from last year and make a fresh new round for the upcoming year. Now, I need to let you know, dear listener, that today's show is actually going to be a bit shorter than usual because I'm right now in the throes of packing to leave for Mexico in a few hours, so I haven't had all the time I would like to prepare a full-length show. Normally, I'd go through some of the amazing predictions of the world's greatest celebrity psychics, like Psychic Nikki. But I haven't had time to do that this year, so I'm just going to deal with my own set of amazing psychic predictions. So I'm sorry you're not going to hear what Psychic Nikki is predicting for 2018. Although, given her past history, well, how can I put this? I wouldn't be betting the family farm on what she predicts. She's actually not very good at making predictions, unlike us here at Reality Check, who are experts. So, without any further ado, let's get stuck into it. And let's begin with our marriage equality predictions for last year. So, last January, I predicted that the three countries to achieve marriage equality in 2017 would be... Taiwan, Switzerland, and Chile. So how did I go? Well, actually, not so well. None of them actually got marriage equality, unfortunately. Although they all came close. I mean, Taiwan's constitutional court ruled in May that the country must enact marriage equality by 2019. So it's now inevitable in Taiwan, although it hasn't actually happened yet. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, a marriage equality bill was introduced into Chile's parliament last August. Although, unfortunately, it hasn't actually been passed yet. And as for Switzerland, well, there is an initiative to hold a referendum and amend the constitution to allow marriage equality, and it's slowly working its way through the Swiss parliament. But unfortunately, it hasn't actually come to anything yet. It seems the wheels of change in the Swiss legislature grind incredibly slowly. So... What can I say? Taiwan, Chile, and Switzerland all moved closer to marriage equality in 2017, but unfortunately, none of them actually crossed the line and brought it into reality. So, I guess we end up with a score of 0 out of 3 for our marriage predictions for 2017. Hmm... If only I'd picked Malta, Germany and Australia, I would have scored 3 out of 3. And I came so close, I almost picked Germany and Australia, on air, last year. But then I rejected them. So close, but no cigar. I guess these are the hazards of this psychic prediction game. Of course, if I were a less ethical psychic, I would claim Germany and Australia as hits because I did actually mention them on the show as possibilities. So, I mean, that's as good as a hit, right? Well, okay, we have ethics here at Reality Check and a miss is a miss. So, no, I won't claim them. I will remain at zero out of three. So far, because we still have our celebrity death predictions to go. Maybe I'll get three out of three for those. Let's see. So, last year, I predicted that the celebrities who were doomed in 2017 were David Miscavige, Andrew Wakefield, and Pauline Hanson. And... Let's see. If I check Wikipedia right now, it seems that all of them still seem to be alive. Uh, Well, alive, okay, technically, in that their hearts are still beating, apparently, although you can hardly say that any of them are thriving. I mean, Scientology is on the wane, the anti-vaxxers are being pushed into a corner, and One Nation continues to underperform in election after election. So, yes, they're alive, although none of them can really be living if you know what I mean. But anyway, we have to be ethical here at Reality Check, so I guess I can't really claim any of those as hits either, meaning my grand total for psychic predictions for 2017 comes out at 0 out of 6. Hmm, not exactly the score I was hoping for. But never fear, dear listener, because a whole new year looms ahead of us, well, 10 months of a year anyway. So it's time to make a fresh round of predictions and see how we go in 2018. So let's start with marriage predictions. And I'm going to predict... Let me think. Now I know that Taiwan and Austria both have to get marriage equality by 2019. They could do it earlier but I'm suspecting in both cases it won't happen until next year. Which really only leaves me with Latin America. And, well, in light of the Inter-American Court decision that we've talked about earlier, I think that decision is going to provide the impetus. So I'm going to predict Costa Rica, Panama, and Chile to all get marriage equality in 2018. Okay, Costa Rica is almost a foregone conclusion, but not quite. It still might not happen. And as for Panama and Chile, well, I think the momentum will be there to get it through the Congress and signed into law in both countries. I hope so. Anyway, those are my predictions. Costa Rica, Panama, and Chile. Let's just wait and see what happens now over the next 10 months. Now, as for our celebrity death predictions for 2018, all right, let me take a moment here to get in touch with my spirit guides and see what they're... They're saying that Peter Dutton, Kim Jong-un and Ivanka Trump are all going to die in terrible freak Accidents in 2018. Oh, gosh. Now, what are they telling me? Peter Dutton will be dining at an extravagant dinner in Parliament House, listening to a riveting speech from his great leader, Malcolm Turnbull. At one moment during the speech, the Prime Minister will make a particularly witty remark, causing Mr. Dutton to guffaw and inhale and consequently choke to death on a piece of cauliflower, all live on national television. The nation will go into mourning for days at the loss of such a charming and delightful Minister for Home Affairs. Mm. Kim Jong-un, meanwhile, will be visiting the National Aquarium in Pyongyang and posing for the cameras in front of a tank of sharks, when suddenly a venomous eel will leap out of a nearby tank and bite him in the face. The dear leader will be rushed to hospital, but all attempts to revive him will fail. The nation will descend into chaos without his wise and steady hand to guide the North Korean people. Finally, Ivanka Trump will be ice skating at the National Ice Rink in Washington, D.C. when she'll slip and fall sideways and be immediately decapitated beneath the razor-sharp blades of a passing-by skater. Images of her severed head gliding gracefully across the ice, complete with a particularly startled look on her face, will go viral on social media. The world will mourn the loss of a great icon and celebrate the birth of a whole new set of internet memes. Listen, I'm sorry, dear listener, if I alarm you with these terrible predictions, but... I can't in good conscience withhold from the world what the spirit guides are telling me. The truth must out. And that's what I'm here to do. So those are my three celebrity death predictions for 2018. Let's check back in a year's time and see if any of those poor souls have managed by some miracle to survive through the year. And with that, we come to the end end of our psychic predictions show for 2018. If you'd like to send in a comment or question on today's show or an idea for a future show, please send us an email. The address is realitychecktony at gmail.com. You can also visit our webpage for past episodes of Reality Check. That's at realitycheckonline.blogspot.com.au. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get into this week's movie review. Made in Melbourne for Australia and the world. Joy 94.9. I'm sorry that I missed your party. I wish I had a better excuse. I can't even lie, you got me. I was busy thinking about boys. Hey, this is Jess Malboy, and you're listening to Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Reality Check with me, Tony Pittman, on Joy 94.9. Also streaming live at joy.org.au. And also available as a podcast to listen to anywhere in the world on your little pod. The song you just heard there was Boys by British pop singer... Charlie XCX, a defining song of the year that's just closed, 2017. Well, defining for some of us anyway. But enough about music, because it's movie review time here on Reality Check. And the movie up for review today is the American documentary, Betting on Zero. Now this is actually a documentary that's not screening in cinemas but is available on Netflix which is the first time we've reviewed a Netflix documentary here on Reality Check but there's actually not that much of interest on in the cinemas at the moment and this is a documentary of particular interest to skeptics. So we're branching out a bit here today on Reality Check and breaking out of our traditional mold. Anyway, betting on zero is an expose of the multi-level marketing juggernaut Herbal Life. Now, if you haven't heard of Herbal Life before, it's basically a massive pyramid selling scheme with about 3.2 million distributors operating in 95 countries throughout the world. It's been extremely successful for many years, although is now coming under pressure for reasons, including some of them outlined in this documentary. Now, we haven't actually discussed multi-level marketing schemes here on Reality Check before, But they are a topic of great interest to skeptics, mostly because they make extraordinary claims without much evidence to back them up. In this case, the claim is that you'll earn great wealth if you join the scheme. The reality for the vast majority of distributors, however, is very different, and that difference between the claims and the reality is something that skeptics have a particular interest in. So that's why I think this documentary will be appealing to many skeptics. Basically, the business model of Herbal Life and, well, pretty much all multi-level marketing is to sign people into contracts that force them to buy ordinary run-of-the-mill products at inflated prices and then convince those same people that the way to become rich is to bring others into the scheme, lock them into the same type of contract that you're already tied to and get a commission for each person you sign up. So a pyramid forms with those at the bottom locked in to buy overpriced products and those at the top, the very top, raking in all the profits. Betting on zero basically goes into detail about how the herbal life business model works and the tactics it uses to lure in new members and all the unethical ways in which it exploits people. The documentary focuses particularly on the community of Spanish-speaking Latino immigrants in the United States. Many of them are not very financially literate and have little knowledge of the U.S. legal system or their rights as consumers. Herbal Life representatives lure them in with promises of exorbitant wealth, and then often end up fleecing them of their life savings. The effect on sections of the Latino community is devastating. Betting on Zero also focuses particularly on an anti-herbal life activist, the billionaire American hedge fund manager Bill Ackman. He's been campaigning for years against the unethical and exploitative business model of Herbal Life. In fact, he's so convinced that the company is destined to collapse that in 2012, he placed a multi-million dollar short on Herbal Life. This is a complicated financial instrument, but it's essentially a bet that the company will soon collapse. Actually, Herbal Life hasn't yet collapsed, spoiler alert, and, in fact, is going fairly strongly, but let's hope that it does collapse, and let's hope it happens someday very soon. It's really quite a nasty operation with almost no redeeming features. In the meantime, if someone approaches you, dear listener, with one of those Ask Me About Herbal Life t-shirts, well, just avert your gaze and walk in the other direction. That's my advice. Anyway, the documentary is betting on zero and it's a revealing and insightful look at this particular multi-level marketing scheme. And I think it's a documentary of particular interest to skeptics. So if you have access to Netflix, check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Now, one final quick request. If you subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, please do leave us a review. This helps other people find the show. Thanks. that brings us to the end of the 76th episode of reality check i hope you enjoyed the show remember to send any questions comments or feedback to realitychecktony at gmail.com and visit our website to subscribe to the podcast that's at realitycheckonline.blogspot.com.au Have a great week. I'm off to Mexico in a few hours, but I'll be back with the next episode of Reality Check in a couple of months. See you then. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air